Welcome to Tagged Up, the podcast all about drinking excellent craft beers and discussing video games. I'm Ben Oda, I'm joined by Alex Mapas. Yo. I'm joined by Arukoji. Yo. Are we both well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good. yourself? No, I'm ill. You're better than you were. I am much better than I was, but I'm still a bit croaky, and if I talk for too long, my voice will just cut out, so um, this is thanks already, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so... I have to uh, stop you there and just say that uh, you said... Um, we drink uh, great beers, but given the expressions you guys had moments before we started um, <laughs> recording, it seems like we may not have achieved that quite yet. Mm. We did accidentally drink a sour. We did. We're not yes. big fans of it's, it's, it's like um, not that nice siren. I suppose actually it was all right for a. For it a was. Sour. It was all right for a sour. Uh, was it calypso? Yeah, it was a light cheese, heavy on the light cheese. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, it was a nice. It had a nice nose to it, but it did. yeah. It was uh, back of the mouth kind of mm. bitterness. The, the sours are always, I, I've seen to find the sours are okay until you get right to the end of them. Mm. And then suddenly you get whatever was in the bottom of the bottle and it's a really sharp, strong mm, really hit. Oh, uh, at first I thought you meant like the finish. I'm like, so you like it until yeah. you have to, to finish tasting it. Mm. Uh, but you mean the, the bottom of the Sorry, barrel. The, yeah, the bottom, yeah. the bottom of the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this week we... I'm going to drink some beers. Adel, you've got some beers? Yeah, because I'm back in Halifax, which means it's not an ungodly early hour. <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning. No, it's it's 4 something. Almost the 5. The drinking hour. The drinking mm-hmm. hour, maybe. I don't know. Um, what are we going to start with, Alex? Um, Good Chemistry Brewing. Um, that's the name of the thing, and it's the beer they've got called um, Hurley Burley, which is a nice. uh, minimalist-looking bottle. Well, it's got a lot of text, though. Are you okay with all the little bits and bobs across the back and the front? Yeah, it's got, well, actually, a lot of it's bullshit. This beer suits 68% low countries. All yeah. Right. Meaningless. It was the same with the, the one I had last week uh, on the last episode. Uh, yeah. It was something like 70% denim. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm wearing denim. So, but that was the, the, the one from, uh, from the last episode. It was a really good beer. So I'm hoping okay. that this is going to be... Gonna be very nice. It's it doesn't say what style it is, but it's it does give the like beer details. Um, it's four point four percent ABV, uh, but the IBUs are only seventeen, mm. which is wow. Like so, it's gonna be like drinking squash or something. <laughs> Let's crack this one open. Um, it didn't list hops as one of the ingredients. Weirdly, it mm. must have hops in it. That's really interesting. Uh, I'm drinking the uh, North Brewing Company, which is uh, on Agricola Street in Halifax, a very small, um, fairly young brewery here. Um, the um, Winter Saison. Nice, nice. Which has a description on the back, which says, Our Belgian Saison-inspired ale is spiced for the season with ginger and black pepper, light fruit, and citrus notes, warming ginger and pepper on the finish. Heavy on the ginger and the pepper. I feel like if you're saying it's spiced with ginger and pepper, you don't have to tell me when the ginger and pepper is going to come. I'll figure that out. Um, uh, And they do say hops, in fact. Good. Mm -hmm. And they have blonde Belgian candy sugar. Uh Uh-huh. 
Belgian candy sugar. Yeah, it's water, malted barley, blonde Belgian candy sugar, ginger pepper hops yeast. What's uh, the ABV? Oh, right. The ABV <laughs> is 5.5, or and the IBUs are 40. Okay, nice. So I, I almost have three times your your um, IBUs. It's also, you know, a 650 milliliter bottle, and I am by myself. <laughs> well, this is a muddy... Oh, wow, that almost looks like a cola um, in this light on the yeah. webcam. You can see how you'd, how you'd see that, yeah. It's yeah. not quite... Oh, cooked. sorry, I broke the fourth wall. There's no webcam. We're in the same room. <laughs> it's it's not cola. It's like drain watery. Almost, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, is it like a um, sort of a, a lighter um, but less clear iced tea kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 very much. It's very sweet on the nose. It looks like it's had no finings in it at all. Like, mm. it's completely mm. homebrew style. Yeah. And uh, it does say the guile number is only 05, which either means it's the fifth beer they've ever made, or it's the fifth version of that type of beer that they've made. But obviously, they're a very young brewery. Uh, yes. So the what? The guile. The guile number is like the batch number. Oh. It's, so so you, it's not the the number of times they played around with that character. From Street Fighter 2. <laughs> yeah. no. no, he's not in Street Fighter 5. In the newest but version. he said he said Street Fighter Two to be fair. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and he was played by um, Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm. So you know, most. there's that. Um, so That's weird. Guile number. It's got an odd taste to it. It's got a very sweet nose. It's quite. Um, it's quite flat. Mm. You mean in terms of bubbles or in taste? In- a both. little bit of both, really. Yeah. Mm. Judging by your facial expressions, I'm saying both. Mm. It's, I don't know, it's it's sweet. Um, Is it like an, a vanilla sweet? Or like a brown sugar sweet? Uh, or neither, of course. There's apparently more than two sweets. They're the only sweets there are. Well, there's a Belgian... <laughs> whatever much Candy sugar. Blonde Belgian candy sugar sweet. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's a, it's that's a, that's very difficult to describe. I guess it's more a brown sugary kind of sweet. There's not much to it. No, no. It's malty. Mm. Oh. I guess really sweet. Nothing really going on in it. It's I guess it's I don't know. Sweet. <laughs> it's brown. My beer is not quite as brown. No, no. nowhere near. It looks like a lager. Yeah, almost. Um, it is also in the North American style more bubbly than your British beers, mm-hmm. but not too bubbly. Alish, which makes sense given that it's alish. It looks like an absolutely stupidly huge amount of beer because so, it's really close to the camera. Oh, it's also an IKEA 500 milliliter mug. Mm, so nice. it's just it's a in general a large glass. Not actually bigger than your head though, is it? <laughs> no, not quite. Oh, perspective. Um, the nose is a little citrusy. I guess that's what they said. Um, not getting any ginger pepper immediately, though. I quite like ginger as a as a little fine taste. In oh, a bit. yeah, not a big ginger bit ginger ale fan. Mm. But like a little um, bit of ginger. The ginger comes like right off the forefront as you taste it. And it's really nice. It's it's again. It's a nice subtle ginger, but mm. it might just be because you said ginger as I tasted ginger, yeah. and I was expecting <laughs> it. But it it was 
it was really refreshing mm. and very unique sort of for this. It does not start like this style of beer usually starts. Um, it finishes much, much the same. So you're not completely bewildered to what you just drank, but it's, it's nice little refreshing jolt. Nice. nice. That's what a saison should be. Mm. Mm. A summery kind of sitting in a pub garden kind of drink. I suppose with a winter saison, you'd, you'd think that it's going to be a little more spiced and and have those sort of uh, yeah. Christmassy kind of... Yeah, winter saison is like a bit of an oxymoron. I mean, mm. like, what season is it that you're getting those things in? Like, that's yeah. the right season. Well, and I was a little worried because winter beers tend to be like pumpkin spice... Exactly, overly yeah, yeah. cloved and cardamomed nonsense, and mm-hmm. so with trepidation, I, I bought this, um, and it's actually really good. Um, and there is there is a sli- it, it does taste spicier than a saison, but it still tastes like a saison. So I think it actually fits quite well with that in a way that shouldn't turn you off. Though again, winter is such a it's like the realtor words, you know, if it's cozy, it's tiny. In mm-hmm. Beer, if it's winter, it's overtly. Chai pumpkin-y spiced in my head anyway. And it's not... Clovey. Yeah. Mm, mm. Good. Nice. Yeah, so good who would like to kick us off with a game? A game... Come on, do you want to go? Yeah, all right, go. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll begin. Um, I suppose the... Uh, we're almost going to continue our discussion from the last episode um, on, on betas and demos and games of this ilk. Um... Because the the I suppose the game I've mostly been playing um, over this uh, previous weekend has been the Uncharted Four uh, multiplayer um, stress test, as they call it. I know we we sort of briefly discussed stress tests and betas and things last week, uh, and and oh. how you sort of name something. And this was very much a um, Come on, see how well the servers hold up and how many people you can get on. Um, Uncharted is a uh, third-person action-adventure game. Very big on its set pieces within its um, uh, single-player campaign. Um, you generally get a few sort of quick-timey-esque kind of events and stuff. Because you have to in these during games. During it, which, yeah, which, you, which seem to be a staple of these kinds of games. Um, it's the progenitor the, the, of the new style of Tomb Raider games. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, Which, of course, the old style arguably gave birth to this style. Yes, but... yeah, very much. I mean, it looks... It's uh, the missing link, is what I'm trying gra- to say. Graphically, it looks <laughs> looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of detail. Um, you only get two maps to play in, and you only get Team Deathmatch um, to play in this um, version of the game, which doesn't come out for a, a couple of months yet, I think sometime in May. Um, but so, so it could actually yeah. legitimately be a stress test, not, Exa- not yes, yeah, 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 not the weekend before. Exactly, release. unlike the the division was last weekend or the, the you know two weeks ago. Um, this were, it did seem like they were actually you know setting out to to do something, being this far out uh, from the actual release of the game. But yeah, as I said, it looks fantastic. The level of detail is great. Um, mechanically, it's very similar to the the, the previous few games. Um, the shooting's quite nice. It, it's it's not a cover shooter as such, but if you utilise cover, it, it's going to work out a little bit better for you um, when trying to pick off people as they're sort of roaming the map and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's you get a standard team deathmatch kind of 
game. I so think it was are you all side. A, you're not all Nathan Drake, right? You're no, just you, generic. Um, it's, it's like goodies versus baddies. So you can pick between six goodies, um, which is Drake and, and the various other characters, and then six baddies, okay. which are the various characters. And, and they range from all of the previous games. So it's not just the, the bad, you know, the, the, um, the antagonists from Uncharted 3, you get some of them from 2 as well and stuff in there. Um, um, but can you can, people... ultimately you could have a team of five Nathan Drakes if everybody picked that character. I was going to say, it doesn't pick. bar you from... No, it's not someone's already picked this character. You now have to have um, this character. Um, but then that's just really, it seems that whoever, whatever character you pick, that is just a skin. Mm-hmm. You then get to go in and pick a loadout in which you've decided to pick a, a, a primary weapon, a secondary weapon, and then um, not quite perks, um, but as you progress through the um, getting kills, you can also pick up treasures as you're moving around the, the maps, and that gives you um, money. And as you build up money, you can then buy um, an additional weapon or a companion. Um, the, the, the loadout that I primarily picked um, the companion was a big guy in body armor and a giant helmet with uh, like a light machine gun that so would you follow you around and spray. Yeah, you and they, they drop in exactly. Nice. <laughs> and just to just to watch my back. Uh, but then you oh, can a rocket launcher. Your companion watching your back. Uh, too much. It's too much. I know, I know. Watching your back. A big man. Big to man watch to watch my you back. said? Did you say watching or watching? Body armor. He um, said watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could have bought a rocket launcher, and I would assume that. Um, the situation would dictate how you would want to spend your money. Um, and there's a few other uh, perks and stuff that you were able to, to be able to pick up, but it's, it's tight. It looks nice. It's quite fluid, even though it's quite, you, you think with a third person um, shooter, you'd want it to be quite quick. Whereas actually it feels a little, even though it's fluid, it still kind of feels a little heavy. Like the characters maybe don't turn as quickly as mm-hmm. you would want them to. I'm not sure whether that's just the um, limitation to the engine that they're using. Do you think um, this has what, anything in relation to the fact that uh, a lot of our uh, multiplayer deathmatch uh, lives have been in the more Call of Duty Twitch Yeah, worlds? I think so. I think so. Because, I mean, like you said, the engine's designed primarily for the campaign, I assume, which yes. is you don't really need your third-person action game to be super Twitch, mm-hmm. especially if there's any sort of puzzling... Strategy that you need to figure out. Yeah, which Uncharted often has. Yes. Um, so I'm just wondering if that's sort of par for the course. Um, if that's if that's actually an engine limitation, or is it just that we have gotten used to Twitch? Quite possibly. Um, we on the um, the Out of Lives group chat that we've got, we were having a quick discussion about sort of first person versus third person um, earlier today. And and the differences that 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 can bring up, and it does seem that that first person is a a, a bit quicker, especially within um, sort of like a PC gaming um, community where it's really quick. You know, being able to aim with a mouse versus a, a control pad is is a completely different um, speed. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so I think yeah, I, I think what you're saying, Adol, is is completely right that. It, it could be that we've started to come towards, um, it, you know, it's a different kind of, of perspective on the game. And we're used to it being quick, being Twitch, being first person, whereas actually within third person, um, 
it, it seems a little bit more sluggish, perhaps. Not saying that it isn't a limitation of the engine, because it, it could well be, but I've not spoken to the developer to <laughs> actually know that. And I it's probably like, never will. It's so. not like all first-person games have to be like really quick. And No. no. And I mean, when, when we're saying Twitch, there is some kind of derogatory element involved in that, isn't it? It's like, it's really simplistic and just shooting stuff and got turn fire turn, turn and fire yeah. aim yeah. rather than something yeah, yeah. more sophisticated or whatever but then there's games you know first person games like you know hector and soma and yeah. stuff i've been playing recently that are first person but slow as fuck and, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. all about the detail and the investigation and stuff you know i think the difference uh i think a lot uh matters when you have um gunplay like um ben was saying like when you are shooting and you have the ability to have quick moves with the mouse mm. per se even if you're in a methodically game if you can quickly aim a gun and shoot someone before they get too close you're going to do that more often than not and that sort of sets the pacing differently than mm. if you've got a melee weapon or you're just wandering about in a creepy corridor where the last thing you want to do is go really quickly because you're just going to run into some sort of goblin thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely or because it's so, so terrifying that you can't bring yourself to actually go down the corridor, which is what was happening in Hector. I still haven't got past level two. Right? It just freaks me out if I'm on it for too long. Honestly, it's terrifying. But you, you didn't you you encountered the um, the beast as such within the first level, didn't you? As you glitched into him or something, because you, you hit through a table like something what? I seem to remember you talking about, and suddenly he appeared. Is that right? I don't remember that. But you, you'd experience the, um, the, the oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 that's true. Actually, yeah, the I, first level, haven't you? It so yeah, that's that was in the demo version. I'm not mm, sure whether it mm. was still, but yeah, there was there was a glitch where like I'd gone into a room after knowing that he he appears in this room, and I'd I'd sort of managed to position myself somehow behind a table so that he was like stuck on the other side of it, not being able to move in either yeah, direction, yeah. just going. <laughs> He's like, oh, right, that's what he looks like then. It's not that scary now. I'm just mm. standing face-to-face with the tentacled thing or whatever. Which is so confused by five pieces yeah. of wood. Exactly. <laughs> Something in my way. I must stand here and wave my tentacles. <laughs> so, yeah. Can't see you. Can only smell you. Yeah. But the ske- sketchiest thing on that game was um, on the second level, there was a bit where, like, I was wandering around these creepy corridors or something and I thought oh actually I better double back and have a look at that like door that I'd been and I turned around and there's this fucking skeleton thing was just stood right behind me <laughs> and it was like ah shit what the fuck and then I realised after doing that a couple more times it follows you around for ages just right behind you <laughs> really so yeah and you only notice it if you turn around and you have to turn on in this certain like L-shaped bit of corridor mm. but it's like right behind you fucking hell that's, that's hilarious <laughs> yeah it was brilliant that's cool um, I suppose just to, to round off the Uncharted chat, um, it was good. It held up. It's very fluid. It's a nice multiplayer, but ultimately, I'm not going to be buying Uncharted for its multiplayer. I was going to say, did, did, does the multiplayer experience even entice you in theory, let alone in practice? No, I I, I really enjoy the Uncharted games, um, and if it didn't have multiplayer, I it wouldn't make a difference to me. Um, I would buy it just for the the, the single player, and I wouldn't imagine it's going to be priced any differently for having that multiplayer oh, element. That would there people just there'd be an outcry. But how would. else are they going to tap into the wonderful well that is microtransactions? Mm, I didn't see any 
hint of microtransactions during the stress test. Fair. Not to say that they may not exist. I'm just jaded um, and assume everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's because you play apps too much, that's why. It's yeah, that's problem. true. So, yes. Yes. Who who else has been playing games? Well, I played StarMade again. I got back into StarMade for um, mm. tomorrow. And I saw you messaged me on uh, on uh, yeah. Steam, whatever, when I you, was um, okay. You're on a public server, are you? I or... Yeah, I did. I went in. Well, I went in on a couple of servers and then got booted by people when they realized that I was in there. So I had to find a public server that was... Uh, yeah, there's something with our server didn't let me load it up again for some reason. I don't know, that's not true. To begin with, it didn't. And then I did manage to get in there. And then I kept finding random ships that we'd, like, half-built and then left. (laughs) pointing (laughs) Just like a graveyard of ships. Awesome. Um, I spent ages on it, like, building your standard, like, you know, death cube-like style thing. Because you get multipliers for Mm. power if it, like, makes the three-dimensional shape. But you don't have to... There's no point filling it in. It just gives you the bonus for that. and. So you naturally go, well, I'll just make a fucking massive cube shape and then just chuck guns on each side or whatever. And um, I kept on, like, uh, doing it. And then so previously, like six months beforehand or whatever, when I'd been playing it, I'd been getting, like, the missile computer and then you have as a slave to it the yeah. damage beam computer. Damage beam is, yeah, it makes homing missiles, yeah. And so this... There's homing and there's heat seeking, but I think this gives you homing, which is like, I don't know, what it, it's a very subtle difference, I guess, but like it locks onto a target. It doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be a moving engine based target or whatever. Anyway, so it, it makes it so much more useful because uh, the missiles are like really powerful and you can get um, like a punch through effect computer, I think it is on it, that makes it really fucking damaging. Anyway. So I've been like, yeah, 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 that'll be my main gun of choice. And then maybe have some kind of cannon or something to get some little rat-a-tats bits of damage going on as well, yeah. Um, But every time I did it, uh, everything else would work fine. Shields are up, my cannon, my salvage um, beams or whatever, everything's working. But the missile, whenever I try it, it's telling me it's power failure. And I was like, man, well, I must have just not got enough power somehow. I've overdone it with the missiles and blah, 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 blah. So I, I eventually spent fucking ages, like a day and a half or something, just solidly playing it and just like ignoring Sam and like not doing any housework. <laughs> and just like, no, must build this. And following through like a um, uh, starship plan thing that I found on the internet. Someone like, this is how I make my ships or whatever. And it was like a massive, really complicated design with like access tunnels and internal rooms and, wow. and separate like everything was badass it's properly the best ship i've made for ages on it um and it it had uh two of the weapon banks were missiles linked up to a damage beam computer with a punch through effect module whatever so exactly the gun i normally go for um and it had so much power on the ship it was just unbelievable how much you interlace every other like bit of the ship is like a separate power system and it's all you'd managed to figure out a way of multiplying it all up in the most efficient possible way so no, nothing gets wasted. I definitely had enough power. The first time I came into battle with a pirate station, fucking power failure when I was trying to get That's just like, so it's a glitch. So they've like, the StarMade hasn't got any better in the last six months. It's actually got worse because now there's a glitch, which means that you can't, you basically can't use homing missiles anymore. So yeah. I got frustrated with it at that point. You, the game um, is, is still in alpha, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in alpha or is it in early access? Well, or... 
if they if it's if it is, it's only gone. They've rebadged it and issued a version that's got a much more annoying glitch in it. Well, no, I mean it, Alpha has different versions. Early access is is a badge to say we're changing things as we go. I just can't remember what they call it because it feels like early access is basically we're selling you the alpha because we want money and you'll yeah, get it. Yeah, I think that's us. what it was when we got it originally. Yeah. I just can't remember if it ever moved out of early access, I guess is the question. No, I don't think it. I, I seem to remember when when I, I saw you playing last, which was maybe a couple of weeks ago now, and when you booted the client up, it, it definitely came up saying alpha build, you know, one point whatever it was um so it doesn't didn't seem to have progressed even though it may have had a few sort of patches and things to to deal with various issues well i'm all for games taking their time to come out of early access versus the ones that just sort of get shoved out with a bunch of glitches and then all the steam reviews are this is broken. They should never have taken it out of early access. And yeah. mm. you can't tell if the patches since people like the hundred people complained have fixed all these problems or not, because it's just been abandoned or people aren't looking at it because they assume it's crap. And then there's yeah. the developer saying, replying to these saying, we fixed it. It's like, it's too late. You, you fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it is still early access according to the internet. Nice. Okay. Okay. Um, I think it's time for a Beavertown 8-Ball Rye IPA. Yes, huh? I agree. So the next beer we're drinking is a Beavertown 8-Ball Rye IPA, which is... Uh, oh, it's quite the added. can. It's it's a nice can. Beavertown always do interesting cans. It's a standard Beavertown can, a hell of a lot going on. A magic 8-Ball shooting a load of people. And a man in just his shorts. Yeah, mm-hmm. just especially for Ben. <laughs> big big man that you can spend his money on to wash his back. <laughs> he prefers Manpanion, I think is the term he prefers. Manpanion. Yeah. His nice. male companion. Um I have had uh, I I've also been playing a, ha- a handful of beta e demo e games. Um but uh in honor of this week's Square Enix stuff, uh I had a Hitman weekend. Um, okay. last week they um, came out with the PC version of Hitman Go yes and the, the PS4 and Vita versions as well yep, yep. and um, I didn't even know there was a Vita version it, it would be so much better um, and they also had the Hitman uh, quote unquote beta um, yes. but, uh, and in honor of that because I was apparently in a Hitman mood for some strange reason I watched both the 2007 and the 2015 Hitman movies. Oh, dear. Uh, I'd never seen the 2007 one. Oh, uh, were you sorely disappointed? I expected very little, and I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll talk about Hitman Go, um, and then maybe we'll, we'll jump around after that, I think. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I'm, I, I played the, uh, the, the Hitman beta as well, so we can, we can jump into that a bit later. Um, so, um but, should we talk about this beer? Yeah, yeah, I was just giving yeah, you guys yeah, a sure. chance to um you know pour. Well, it's, it smells like a rye IPA. It does. Uh, a rye PA. A rye PA. It's got a slight bronzy it's cloudy, yeah, tint to it. Oh, it's it's fruity. Uh, oh. Ooh, that's that is an interesting flavor. It's really nice. Um what kind of fruit are we talking? Like rich berry, melon, oh. Yeah, like uh, like black currants, maybe. Yeah. Oh, 
like some kind of currenty mm. sort of sweetness. Maybe it's blackness. almost it's quite it's it's not quite a sweetness though, is it? It's it's almost uh, you've got a sort of uh, a sweetness there, but it's sort of dulled down very slightly, isn't it? It's not a sort of hit you sort of. Is it is it flavor. hard at all? No, no. No, okay. no it's it's not. It's not very bitter. Uh, it's really, really nice. I really like that. Mm. You'd certainly, certainly drink that again. That is, that is a really nice beer. Yeah. Mm. I would recommend that to anyone who likes IPA. <clears throat> um, now, as an IPA doesn't have the, the sort of standard long, coppery, hoppy finish? No, not particularly. I suppose there is a sort of Slightly dryness right at the end mm. um, leaves leaves you with some of a dryness, but it's not got it's got no citrus really at all. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. No, I think you've yeah, I I, I think you you've hit it. It's you sort of. It, I don't think the dryness is quite in the finish. It comes sort of in the middle almost. You sort of get that nice sweeter sort of flavour at the start. And it dulls off yeah, a little true. bit and, and, and goes into quite a dry sort of flavour after that. Hmm. It's, it, it, that's very nice. Yeah, definitely. I suppose, I suppose there, is, there is a certain level of bitterness in there. But so, it's balanced out by the sweetness very, mm, very mm. well. You're, so you're using um, fairly non-standard, um, you're painting a non-standard IPA picture. And I'm just yeah, wondering, yes, right, does yeah. it... It obviously sounds like a great beer. Now, do you think it's a great beer and a great IPA or a great beer? Well, it's full of flavor like an IPA. So it's a very, like, uh, it's not a... It's boisterous? Yeah. It's not for, like, the... Um, if this was your first ever craft beer, you'd probably be a bit like, what? Mm. But if you know, if you've had a few different IPAs and you're looking for something interesting, this is definitely worth going. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. It's not like... I suppose it's not like overly hoppy, not like normal overly hoppy. It's quite, it's quite sweet. The, the main distinctive flavour is that like blackcurranty kind of sweetness, mm. which is, I guess, a product of late hop addition. I suppose there's, no, there's almost, I would say it, that this has probably had very little early hops, maybe only a half an hour boil or something to, to minimise that. That's like a, an extreme version of that kind of American IPA, yeah. like hopping technique. That's, that's um, how I guess it was made. Uh, and we sort of skipped over the nose because I started rambling. Well, um, I'm just curious. We we've hit that. Um, we've talked often about the juxtaposition of um, the nose and the taste, and because of dry hopping, sometimes they don't match, and it's glaring, right. and sometimes they don't match, and it's lovely, and sometimes they match. Just it, matches very well. it does match very well. You you definitely get that um, that sort of black currant mm. uh, flavour within the nose. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Like um, like sweets, like a candy bar, kind of some oh, kind of interesting. Mm, almost. Yeah, it's it's really good. Mm. It's a shame I, I want to be able to push this through Skype so that you can have a bit. But mm. Skype doesn't offer that service. Yes, suckers. But with the, they just need to make drones faster. That's mm. true. That's what we need. More drones. 
So, Hitman Go. Right, yeah. Um, I had somehow missed the existence of the Go series in that I knew they existed, but I didn't really know what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two Go games, um, neither of which are anything like the ancient board game Go, Japanese board game. Um, but uh, they are basically Square Enix um, franchise titles, Tomb Raider and Hitman, and it plays kind of like a board game, and it yeah. looks like a board game. You mm-hmm. you play as the titular character. I've never played Tomb Raider, but I assume it's the same thing. And you're on a board, and you have an objective, and you have sort of a path that you're allowed moving back and forth on, and you are literally the a statue of the Hitman on a pedestal, like a like a figurine, mm-hmm. um, sort of more detailed than like a Monopoly figurine, larger, but still obviously a a, a sort of like a game marker. piece, yeah, a game piece. Such, Thank yeah. you. And then there, like the guards and stuff also have game, uh, are game pieces, and you have an objective. Um, the tutorial is just navigating, and so. Like, for instance, the guards are on patrol, so they'll go from this point, sort of one point to another, in the individual steps, which are basically circles connected by lines, so you know exactly where you will stop. Um, And you just sort of grab the guy, uh, your hitman, your marker, and move him. Mm -hmm. Um, And you try and get the objective. Um, I've only played 15 or so levels. Um... At, uh, after the tutorial stages, you get there's different winning conditions, um, which I believe means for most of them you need to at least play it twice for the three winning conditions. Yeah, yeah. The you get to progress after the generic one of like kill your target or get your briefcase or whatever the thing is, the object is. Which <clears throat> given that it's Hitman, it's usually kill your target. And then there's ones that are like get your briefcase, finish in 15 turns, and uh, that was actually, I think, level 7 or something, and I couldn't figure out how to do all of them at once. I don't think you can do 15 turns and get the briefcase. So I think it, it sort of makes you play at least twice, even if you did a really good job the first time, because mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't have a perfect run with their conditions. And then what's really clever is the number of um, points, we'll call it. So, um, so there's sort of, these winning conditions give you little pips, and when you have a certain amount of pips, it unlocks a whole new box. So on the opening screen, you pick which box you're playing, which is the board. And mm-hmm. as you play, move from spot to spot on the board, it opens a, a level, which you would then have your thing. So if you want to play, if you want to play the other boards, it, there's um, an incentive to do these levels in the alternate ways. Yeah. Otherwise, you pretty much have you have to finish most of the first box before you can unlock the second box. Or like three quarters of it if you've been doing all of the <clears throat> bits and bobs, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a nice little strategy game um, because the other pieces move. Uh, it it sort of feels like a static board game, but then you know you move to the left and then the controller moves down one, and then you realize that you needed to wait a couple turns, and so there's a lot of like doubling back for timing purposes because you can't stay still ever, so you have to mm-hmm. sort of bounce between two squares in order to time it right for a patroller um or and then a lot um some boxes have items on them which you basically when you jump on the uh square it immediately asks you where you want gives you two or three choices of where to throw the item which then distracts the guards and they you know head towards that spot yeah they then change their path and don't they to, to, to yeah. move towards the item so yeah and once they get there they'll stay there unless they're distracted again but they'll also that won't turn around or whatever. So it, you, you, 
you can't quite tell sometimes which way they will, like once they get to the square, which direction they'll be facing. Because it seems like sometimes they are heading sort of to the left, get to the square, and then they turn to the right for no apparent reason. So it's not like you can throw it, and then because they're coming from the left, you know that you're safe to the left of them. Because if they see you within one square, one move, they'll just charge you and attack you. Yeah, and that's game over. You've got to start again. Yeah, when you, so. yeah so, I mean, further on through the game, in the, in the later levels, because I think I've, I've progressed um, through to about the fourth board, the fourth um, set of levels. Oh, really? Um, fourth box? Yeah, you, you get lots of... Um, um, lots of different um, other game pieces. So you don't just get guys on patrol. You'll get a guy who stood there with a dog and they will continuously chase you and they will <clears throat> follow your path until you, um, you know, you, you may find a, a bone lying on the ground. And if you throw the bone, they'll then run towards the bone rather than following you. Ah. Or um, on some of the boards, there are, um, sort of hatches in the ground and you can move between various oh. hatches across the board so actually that's a, a good way to be able and to that get breaks the trail and that breaks and that breaks the, the trail um, and I, I've spent a, a, like a lot of time with the game just just trying to figure out some levels are very infuriating trying to work out exactly how to get there mm. but then some levels are really quick and I've, I've, I've run through them and suddenly I've, I've completed the level and I've done it within 15 you know, the, turns, this, or the 15 yeah. turns, 17 turns that it asked you to be able to do just because you're such a badass. Possibly. That may be it. I'm so good <laughs> at looking at things, yeah. determining how it's well, going to work. You should One have been a er- turn-based hitman in real life. That's it. The, um, the first level where you get choices, um, one of the, so there's three pips, finish it. Finish it without killing anyone. Finish it with killing everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you never really... And you don't get to know what the winning conditions are until you've played it, mm-hmm. and it says, you got this one and this one and not that one. Um, but Which I really like, because then you, you... Because sometimes it's better to kill everyone or not to kill anyone, or, or whatever, I don't know what the future ones are, um, it never really... Because because you don't know what you are supposed to do, you can't just sort of tailor yourself to the generic style. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? It's a lot of games like, oh, I get rewarded for stealth, so I'll just not get detected, or I'll, I'll just wipe the map, including the guy I'm trying to kill, and I know I'm doing okay, because sometimes that's not... You shouldn't have to kill anyone, except your target, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I suppose uh, that... that... Leads us in almost to the Hitman beta. Can I just have a final point about Hitman? Go. I, I I just want to yeah. Um, what platform did you play it on? Uh, PS4. Mm, see, I played it on the the um personal computer. Yes, which is code for Windows. Yeah. Um. I and I I, I see how it was originally a phone game, mm, and I see how I wish I had it on the Vita. Or, mm-hmm. you know, the PlayStation or whatever. Because you sort of click on the guy, uh, the hitman, and you kind of have to just... So you click on him, and he moves up like a, you know, like a half inch off the board. And, and then you just have to flick him in the direction you want. Like, move your mouse and then let go. Mm-hmm. Click and drag move. Uh, and then he'll go the whole way. You can't pick him up and drag, you know, pick up the piece and drag to the next square like you would on a, on 
a multitude of sort of turn-based PC uh, strategy mm-hmm. games. He will only, once you click on him, move that half inch up to tell you he's now being moved. And the direction in which you quickly move and then let go is where he will go. You can't drag him the whole way. And I find it really clunky and yeah. more annoying than you would think with a mouse. Mm. Like, it's just stupid. Mm, mm. It just feels stupid and it feels like, like, because when you pick him up, he gets these little arrows telling you which ways he can go. And I feel like I should be able to click on him and then click on an arrow at least, and then he'll yeah, go in that yeah. direction. Mm. But no, I literally <clears throat> can only click on him and then move the mouse and let go in at a requisite speed, and then he will actually move. Yeah, um, on the PS4, it's, yeah. it's just with the analog stick. So when you're on your your, you know, you're on your oh, you just um, square, you just flick the analog stick up, oh down, left, or right, depending on which direction you want to move in. Which can sometimes be frustrating because of the position of the camera. Mm. Um, in relation to the board, it doesn't always pick up correctly which direction you want to to mm-hmm. move in, or it, you know, with it being an analog stick and it being a three sixty degree um, uh, movement, you may slightly hit to the you know you don't directly push upwards, you hit slightly to the right, and he may then drag towards the right of the. the you're the, saying you're you're crap at analog sticks, exactly. Which I'm, I am. I'm a badass prob- hitman, but I'm probably shit at games. actually. Alex can attest to this. You've seen me attempt to play Call of Duty with analog yeah, sticks. Pathetic. Yeah, it really is. I am awful with analog Spend sticks. quite well not to waste that whole mouthful of beer. Then <laughs> the idea of Adam being pathetic <laughs> with an analog stick was too much for him. Almost uh, everywhere. Ben almost did a spit take. Oh um, dear. I think there nice. needs to be. We're, we're going to have to award someone something for making someone do an actual spit take on this <laughs> podcast. I feel like then we'll get another episode where we ruin the laptop. I was going to say, I feel like yeah. spilling the beer on the computer and a spit take are like the two things a beer and gaming podcast need to have at some point. And we've yeah, clearly yeah. figured out the spilling the beer one, but we haven't got to the spit take part. So I, we're not funny enough, guys. That's it. That's I it. think we need to drink more. Mm. We should have six beers each episode, not three. <laughs> yeah, that makes wait, people wait. more funny. <laughs> wait, wait till I've, I'm feeling a little bit better, and um, we'll, we'll so move I, up to an, an extra beer I've each other. That episode point? where we did the um, Pro Evo special. Oh, yes. which I, I was which... fucking wasted at that point. Yeah, because... yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know because you were so, you were irate, like from the get go. <laughs> there was like thirty seconds where all I said was, "You've got nothing." You've yeah. Got nothing. <laughs> so if you if you go to our YouTube page, you can see the videos that we've done recently. Um, we did a Hell Divers video, which we, we released last that. week. But that was we we that was the first thing we did. We'd had a we'd had a couple of beers before we'd started. Wait, have we not done a podcast? Yet? No, no. Oh, the Jesus first thing Christ. we did was the the Hell Divers video. We'd already had a couple of beers at that point. <laughs> did the Hell Divers video. Then podcasted, and then had so then had X number of beers during the podcast, and well, then they, they, then played Pro Evo with the last two beers that we had, and, we and it was just Pro like, Evo and then Bwah. it didn't record. <laughs> yeah, and then exactly. we had another Pro Evo. Exactly. This is the second Pro Evo, and I'm I'm saying pissed entertainment system. Yes, you are. It was, it was entertaining. It was good <laughs> because I made that joke originally on the first time round, which was spontaneous and funny. And then I had to try and remember to say uh-huh. it again. And it, I it did it sound like seven. you had it in the holster the whole time. <laughs> anyway, um, um, let's have another beer. On okay. This, on this uh, how many do you have? Uh, this, this is, is our last one. one. Oh, oh Jesus, because I have this much left of the first one because <laughs> it was this size of a bottle. It's I know, a this is beer. great podcasting. 
this is um, great for this size. It's mm, good, good pacing, yeah. good pacing. Um, but then we are on we're on cans, so we're only getting a very small. Oh, plan. your this... first two were both cans? No, you were on a oh, tiny the, little the, bottle. The, the, the good chemistry a was a six sixty. So yeah, you're on cans, and there's two of you, and I started with a six fifty milliliter by myself. Yeah, yeah. and I talk too much. Trying to bang now, why don't you guys crack yours, and then I'll see if I can catch up in a sane way, and then yeah, I might be able to talk about the Garrison Brewery India Pale Ale because it's Halifax week. In that nice. I'm in Halifax. Nice. So what this is, is that? a vocation brewery. Like death. Like it reminds the oddly the sort of circular um, symbol with the text in a bright color, surrounded by you know a bunch of very detailed white. Uh, white detailing is yeah it's like the calypso the siren yeah yeah which is what we had off air so everyone yes. knows what we're talking about there That's um good. no you didn't have the calypso off air it was your first beer no no it wasn't it was off air it was it was it was off recording but it was on air with me okay all right yeah, yeah. so well, i assumed started it off air anyway i might have recorded it i might put it in. That's dangerous it's not dangerous What's I did worst? mention that the uh, sour resting a beer though. on the laptop is dangerous. No, it's not dangerous. Are you pouring over the laptop? Yeah, I've got a beer on the laptop, and I'm pouring another beer over the laptop. It's fine. Sorry, it's not my laptop, so you do it likes. It's just a MacBook. Luckily, I kept the um, elevator music that I had to use last time. We just were in case. Yeah. Oh wow, that's um, that's quite cloudy. It is. It's not that cloudy. Well, I mean, it compared well. Given that this is the beer I'm looking through, like I can actually yeah, see yeah. through it, um, that is um, that is like uh, when you first throw too much iced tea powder <laughs> into water, so it's still mixing, but it's quite dark. Okay, it's sort of like I've a, never made iced tea. Is is iced tea powder a thing? Oh yes, everything's powdered in North America. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I suppose it's a, a slightly lighter yeah. color than the last two. It's it's um, um it's more orange than brown, and yes, it's, and it's lighter, but it's it's still there's no transparency. Like I can't see through it. It's translucent. It's not opaque, mm-hmm. but like like light gets good... through, but but detail doesn't. Yes, yeah, it's got a good nose. It's very citrusy. Mm. Um, um definitely yeah. an IPA. Yeah, I'm not. Well, what citrus fruit is it though? It's not orange. It's not lemon. Grab fruit. I said grab fruit. Grab fruit. <laughs> it's the grab. Fruit. Is it the grab fruit? <laughs> Jesus. A well-known fruit. Um. What the fuck lime? Is it? No, it's no, not, it's not lime. quite limey. Mellow. Good podcasting. This is good airtime. It is. Dude, this is this is what we do. <laughs> Every time we have a beer, if people don't people like us us. searching for qualifying terms or the mystery fruit, the beer, (laughs) (laughs) they have stopped listening a long time ago. (laughs) If you don't like the sound of us smelling beer, you should tune out now. Um, I don't really particularly like the sound of you smelling beer, but I enjoy the commentary and finding out. It's where you can very quickly, we say what the beer is and anyone listening dependent on where they are, I suppose, can very quickly go to something like Rape Beer well, and just go, oh yeah, I can see exactly what they're talking about Let's now. put it like this. We give them a healthy amount of time to go and Google it themselves yeah, so before to do we their start own talking research, about yeah. anything that they might Ooh, want to Yeah, they don't even have to hit pause. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, how, that's how nice we are. That flavour's completely different. Oh, you tasted it. it. Mm, oh, oh it is, it's pineapple. 
That's the that's yeah. The that is pineapple. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. I don't Which know I ever... guess isn't a citrus fruit. <laughs> oh, but it has. I understand what you're how you could have got there though. I mean, pineapple is a little sweet, a little sour. Not pineapple um, in the in the. It's not really pineapple for the taste. No, it's definitely pineapple on the smell. Um, I don't know if I've ever smelted pineapple beer. The um, I I, mm-hmm. I was describing to Alex uh, earlier the 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 Magic Rock um, Brewing Cannonball I had on the last episode. Yeah. I was saying it was very grapefruity. I was getting a sweet and a sour sort of, of taste, and it, it came to me afterwards that actually that the best way to describe it would be to say that it tasted exactly like Lilt. The uh, the tropical fruit soft drink that is that is what, what I now have in my memory. If that is exactly how that tasted, so if you enjoy lilt, then the Magic Rock Cannonball is definitely a beer for you. Or Kiwi Lilt by Wiper and True. Yeah, it wouldn't be a podcast with Alex if we didn't mention Wiper and True. <laughs> Or super hexagon. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> I, shape is that, I think that was a. That's what we call a, an alley oop, where I just toss the ball in your direction and you. Um, so what's the main topic of our discussion now? We've got five minutes. Um, well, I think it's still betas and demos and early access and whatnot. Are we still uh, going on about that? We're still. Well, so I still can't talk to you or... about Paragon because. Ooh, nice. What did you Very say, Zari? I, I used your pun. Oh, you stole! You fucking stole my pun. I did, I and I missed it, so I'm not even sure which pun of mine you stole. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 possible podcast episode title. Oh, you fucking stole that, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably the best pun you've ever come up with. <laughs> okay, um, uh, I've I've been playing Paragon. Still can't. It's now in early access. It gets released um, March fourteenth, I think fifteenth. It's it's a um, MOBA, power defensey MOBA where you're first person shooting and your different characters grow um, with different perks, which are you earn cards and the cards represent perks, which throughout the game, as you in a match, as you basically earn experience, you can take cards from your deck given whatever hand you're dealt so it gives a nice decent variety i'm not sure i can say anything else because the nda ends on march 14th but anyone who's pre-ordered or participated in the beta tests it has free access till the 14th um was nice in the email they sent me saying please don't talk more about this which i've said as much as i think i can Mm. um is that they the plan is to keep it free and have zero pay to win aspect. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what that means. There's something called a founders pack, which if you buy now, as of today, maybe yesterday, you can now get access until it comes out early. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, those who helped them beta test um, got got access without having to buy the founders pack, etc. Um, Yes, so I've been playing that, and I can't say anything more, um, which is good, frustrating. Good choice of topic to bring um, up. But a, uh, speaking of betas being played, games. what about that Hitman thing? Dot, yeah. dot, dot, question mark. Those were the two betas that I played this weekend. Yeah, I, right. I also played the Hitman um, beta. Um, it's Hitman. It's more Hitman. Can, can you... Can you... Man? <laughs> oh... 
Um, is it can beta? You, can um, you explain how beta e the beta is? So, well, it, how beta is the beta? It's it's one of these things that we may discuss at a later stage, but they've decided to go for a very different um, model um, on the release of the game. Um, and they're actually going to be releasing the Hitman game in an episodic nature. So you're only going to get, um, I, well, I believe you're only going to get one level per release. Hmm. And the whole point of, of Hitman is to move through a, a, a level and to assassinate your target. Um, and Hitman has always been a game where you're able to do that in a variety of different ways. You've had quite open levels. Um, you, you know, you're able to, to go into a level to knock out, say, um, a janitor and then dress up as the janitor. You're then able to access different areas within uh, a building if that's where you are, uh, rather than, you know, where the general public could go. Um, that makes it easier for you to be able to get to your target. Um, you can then use things like uh, wrenches or various tools that you can pick up within the environment or go in with guns to be able to take them out. Um, Someone went to the kitchen. <laughs> what? Well, you said wrenches. The wrench was in the kitchen. The wrench was in the kitchen. So in the, the beta... That's where the... I keep my wrenches. Well, it doesn't make any sense because... I'm sorry, but like... It clearly points you to knocking out the mechanic who's staring in a corner for no apparent reason, so that you can pass by the guards and get into the onto the cruise ship because that's the, first, the level. Yeah, that's get. the so in the beta, the the, the um, first scenario is a cruise ship, right? Um, it's a cruise ship assassination. Um, but there's the you're so there's a mechanic in a work area, and then there's a couple of a handful of mechanics standing around some vehicles. And you see this fucking wrench in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah. It's like, really, guys? That, yeah, you... I, I, got, I got mildly angry at this, this sort of jarring inconsistency. And there was another like melee weapon in the room. I can't remember what it was, but it's not like they were like, oh, you need a melee weapon, and we gave it to you in this room because you might need it in this room. We'll give you two. One of which sort of makes sense. The other is a fucking wrench in a kitchen. <laughs> Sorry, in the galley, because we're on a ship. Anyway, yes, continue. the galley. The well, someone was probably, you know, like tightening some screw or whatever somewhere, or bolt or whatever, and then thought, you know what, I want a sandwich. Adjusting the hob. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then just thought, you know, I'll just put put this down here, and then you know, went went to bed and left it. <laughs> just left. That, but that makes sense. That makes total sense. Mm, mm. I, I must have done that a hundred times. <laughs> Just leave yeah. the wrenches. My house is full of wrenches. I was going to say, to be fair, your tools are in the closet under the stairs, just outside of the kitchen. Yeah, that's that's true. So I'm I'm lying. I've never left a wrench. I <laughs> also, I've never seen you leave a tool anywhere. No. I don't even own one. I mean, <laughs> I think I, most of the tools that are in my house are actually Sam's and not mine. I don't. I'm... Oh, but you guys own the same thing, surely. Surely you've had the talk. What's yours is mine. What's mine is mine is what's yours. Yeah, is mine. That, that, couples have that talk, obviously, but you always know which things you've bought <laughs> and which things they. So, that telly in that PS4, that's fucking mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, my telly is mine. I, I bought <laughs> that telly. So it turns out you don't mine. know sometimes what all of the things whose are, or um, you both had a thing, realized you didn't need both of them. Like say CDs or movies back when those were 
physically mm-hmm. indentured in the world. Um, and then you break up and realize that you only have one copy, and you both came in with <laughs> one copy, and it was sort of a crapshoot on which one you decided was in slightly better condition. Then mm. you argue about who likes the film more. Uh, kind of. Or you say, fuck this. <laughs> take you take the ones you want. Um, and then you download them because you have paid money for them. That's true. Mm-hmm. And all, all of that from a wrench in a kitchen. So Not a wench in a kitchen, which is no. one of the reasons why said investment had to happen. Oh, People dear. like being called oh, wenches. Dear. Um, um, that's a callback to um, something that only two potential viewers, viewers listeners might hit, know, which is I was uh, in the end of undergrad, beginning of my real-life job, we I rented a house with a couple of friends, and the landlord foisted her nephew at the last minute on us. She just said, he's going to live with you. And we said, <laughs> what? And she said, either you let him live with you, or he gets the entire basement and access to your main floor kitchen. Like, you can't... Uh, okay, fine. And we gave him the smallest bedroom, which wasn't really a bedroom because it didn't have a closet. It was basically the size of a walk-in closet. Yeah. Um, the but then we watched... Basically a wrench room. Uh, yeah. but, th- but then we watched Pirates of the Caribbean X, where X is a variable and not number 10 or some sort of porn parody. Um, and uh, and the poor guy happened to be Asian and English wasn't his first language. And uh, he... He kept saying wrenches, but he meant wenches in the bar. (laughs) (laughs) And it still tickles me to this day. Uh, And if you're listening, Steve Dave, all the love. Also, I didn't know his name, so I I used my generic expression, which used to be dude guy, but I started saying Steve Dave. Uh, Except (laughs) there was confusion with my friends, um, and they thought his name actually was Steve Dave. So when he arrived, they started calling him to his face, Steve Dave. (laughs) (laughs) And to this day, we tie his Steve Dave. Like the entire two months he lived with us, he was called Steve Dave. <laughs> oh dear! We were the worst. Um, also, I bumped into him years later, and in a mall, and I was like, "Steve Dave!" And his friends were like, "What?" And he just had this resigned look on his face for like. Wait, what was his actual name? His name was Sam. Okay, just like Steve Dave. But it could have been anything, right? Because I said Steve Dave before I knew anything about him. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, anyway, this diatribe can can be over. Not diatribe, just sort of uh, tangent. That's monologue. Right. Yeah. Tangential uh, monologue. Kind of monologue. You guys we asked a couple interjections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we... Um, Digression. Certainly digression. Tangent. So what what are your thoughts on um, on the Hitman later, Adam? So, I didn't really, I didn't actually know this episodic thing. Okay. Um, it that strikes me not well. Um. Mm-hmm. So the the beta in large air quotes, um, was a very polished, uh, level where you play it. It gives you hints on like, oh, you need to figure a way to a way on the boat, and you're like, well, it can't be this front door. I just got rejected to. Oh, look. There's an area over here. I'll just go there. Oh, there's a guy in a corner staring at the wall. I'll kill him and take his suit. Oh, look, now I can get in. Now I can't go any further because I'm not wearing the right suit. Oh, but there's another door. I'll just go mm-hmm. in here. Why is there a wrench in the kitchen? I'll take the chef's <laughs> outfit. 
Except he wasn't the chef. He was a galley crew. Um, yeah. And but it, and then like at, at one point you're like being conspicuous because the guy knows all of his crew. Just wipe the bar down for ten minutes. He won't notice. Mm. And then you're like, click on his drink, and it says you don't have any poison. And then whatever. So it, it walks you through. I think a standard play. Um, you, you apparently have a silenced pistol on you, and um, and fiber wire. <clears throat> which are the standard Hitman things. Yeah. Um, and then when you finish, it gives you, like, a list of 20 different versions of... It's like, you can play again. Try doing it different ways. And then it says, these are the 20 ways it can be done. And then it says, demo over. Try again. So, well, I, I had a problem with that. that um, Like, the, 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 as they call them, challenges, I think. Um, and it... And, the whole idea is um, you, you know, it came up and said, try and play the level again and allow these challenges to guide you as to how you may experience the level, which is fine. Um, that's it's one of them not... that you have to believe that someone could have left a wrench in the kitchen. Well, there's, there's just some rat poison lying around. Where one was the, the rat poison, by the way? I just gave up on that. Uh, the rat poison was when you dressed up as the mechanic and you be- was... walked onto the boat before you walk up the stairs... Oh, when, there's when, where there's that guy with the white dot that says, rush through this area, because if the guy sees you... Exactly, exactly. But there's a door right in front of you, and the, the rat poison was in there. However, I picked the rat poison up. I didn't use it. I killed the guy in a completely different way. But then once I'd finished the mission, it came up and said, challenges you've completed. Killing him with rat poison. It's like, really? No. I've just picked it up. Yeah, but you had it. No, it was, yeah, you, you, you killed him. You, you killed him with rat it. poison. Yes. You didn't well, kill him without rat poison. You killed him with rat poison. You killed him with your shoes. But it pops all of these, and I like I dressed up as a policeman. And oh, just really? Did a little YMCA dance, and that was another challenge I completed. And that's hilarious. My first go through, I literally mechanic galley crew. Sniper pistols. Oh, that was yeah. That was that was my my first go through. But on my second. Oh, okay. Yeah, where you I, were exploring I, I, and trying to do all of the things. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's one of the, the the draws of Hitman is that a lot of people will have one level and they will go back into it again and again and again and try it and do things in various different ways. And you know, some of the joy is to just go and find the highest point, go in with a sniper rifle and just try and pick people off mm. and 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 do it in that sort of way. So, so I think this is actually. My biggest problem with okay, two problems. First, this is not a beta; it's a demo. Yes, completely. It's obviously, a demo, 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 demo. There's no problem saying demo; just say demo, 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 demo. Yes, I could say listen, but then I'd have to say man because you can't say demolition without man because that's one of the best movies from the '90s. Um, but I don't <laughs> like that these are challenges. Like it sort of said. We have figured out all the ways this can be done, and you should do them all the ways we've said, while every other Hitman game has felt a lot more organic. Like, I'll fuck around, and I'll figure out a way to do it, and I don't know if this was planned, or I managed to fiber-wire this guy, and that randomly meant that blah. Now it's like, here is a... What set Hitman apart from other games was lack of scripting, I guess? And then this is like, Here's the generic script, but don't worry. We have 17 drafts. And once you've done the generic script, do all of the drafts. 
Hmm. Except now you're telling me you don't even have to do the drafts. You just have to sort of stumble into a part of a draft and then you've done the draft. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether that would be tightened up um, for the main release because they've got... Um... Oh, right, because it's a bit. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have... I, I suppose the difference is with it being sort of an episodic model... But isn't it still seventy nine ninety nine or whatever? Like, Well, you can, you can buy um, a, a season pass which is basically buying the game and you will get the content as it's released. Wait, you get Or you can buy, I believe, each level um, separately. I don't know whether you need some kind of base game, first of all, and then you have to buy each of the levels. How is there an advantage to that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether they're still working on it, whether perhaps they're only halfway through making the game and they they had to have a release. You know, the publisher said, you've got to release it by this time. You've got to have something out and we need to be making money on this franchise but it's totally uh, backwards like games always used to be you buy the game you've got all the levels for the game and now they're turning it into a oh that that hasn't been the case for years almost every still get like most of the levels and you can buy expansion packs or something no day one DLC has been around for a long time yeah but you look at something like Telltale games like like a weekly additional level, like one by one. It's well, no, but there's like been day TV one DLC helping. in some cases, which just included maps. I'm just saying, it's it's like the opposite of TV, where like you know, it used to be you have to wait each week for the thing you want to watch to actually be on the TV, and now it's like it's on Netflix all at once, right now. And a game's going the other way, where it's like you used to have all of the levels, and now you have to fucking well, wait for them to finish making it. It's really stupid. This has been a problem for a lot of people. I mean, it's one thing to get a new map, especially with a game like Hitman, where it's an entirely new challenge that you can explore and play over and over. Even if they've figured out all the ways you can... Even if they tell you these are the ways you can play it. Um, It's one thing to do that um, in the future, but it's another thing to have it done. Well, and, and then, then just, just hold and it then just hold it hostage. It. Yeah, right. Why so I just did a quick that? search, and on Steam, pre-purchasing Hitman, the full experience. Oh, you're right. No, yeah, okay. So the full experience, you will have access to all locations, all live content, whatever that means, and additional game updates is seventy bucks. But you can pre-purchase the intro pack for seventeen ninety nine. Right. I presume that's the first couple maps. Yeah, However, which I think in the UK is about twelve pounds. I think. Oh, really? That's a bargain for Canadians then, because our dollar is fucked. <laughs> um, but on the consoles, I I'm on the local GameStop, EB Games, which is Canadian GameStop, and you get Hitman on the Xbox and the PS4 for eighty bucks. And it doesn't really tell me that I'm get all the things for free. But I would hope I did. You would imagine you do, yeah, yeah. If you buy a retail version, you would think that that's going to just give you some kind of code, which but, but that makes allow it you to... even weirder. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, PC games, which are usually the ignored people, you get this. You can buy a watered down version, or the same version the console people have. Mm. Like, what is the point of sort of in introducing this like episodic price model if it's on the smallest platform, which I hate to say is PC. Well, Wii U, but there's no Wii U version. 
Well, would would like, it be the, the smallest platform? I don't know. <clears throat> on this type of game, third person action, not precise. Yeah, quite possibly, quite possibly. I mean, it's it's just a, it's just a weird model. It's just an odd way of of releasing a game, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I, I get I, I get the feeling that they're trying different things out because, for example, oh, the worst. Um, for poor, example, poor. people don't... for those people who don't have the video live stream was a poor poor anyone who isn't us. Yeah, you're referring to the um, other beer that you poured out where the head is bigger than your head. In the uh, perspective. Anyway, which one? Um, <laughs> I'm sure everyone's glad that I spelled that out. It's a head at the size of a wrench. Good. But, a but, throne wrench. Yes, yeah, that was pre shadowing. A, a wrench that doesn't involve heads versus a wrench. To quote Steve Dave. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess it does make it a lot more palatable that there is content I don't have if I'm paying a third of the price. And they're saying, here's the core, whatever that means. But at the same time, why would I buy a third of a game? That, I guess maybe if you want unless, to... Unless you're telling me the plot is completely bullshit and it's just a random string of hit missions, which, to be fair, most of Hitman is, I mean, except for that none thing that the last one really went off on. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, it's just... It, I, I'm all for trying new things. Um, I don't like pay-to-win. I don't like day one DLC. I know, it's crazy. I'm weird. Um, but I'm okay with people trying things out and seeing what works, because it turns out that microtransactions, a lot of people... There are vocal people who don't like them, but the fact is, people make a lot of money on them. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. I'm not the majority. Um, so um, I guess it's just weird that you would introduce it on one tier, one style mm. of platform, especially because I guess maybe this is just me, but I always thought that like mobile, console, PC is sort of the hierarchy of likelihood of microtransaction purchasing because on mobile yeah. it's super super easy on um console you've got your stuff already sort of pre-entered but you have to say add funds to wallet if you're a playstation user or just whatever use paypal but again you don't have to put any passwords in you don't have to click any extra boxes it's pretty streamlined for consoles to just mm-hmm. get shit and then pc it's usually like 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 an amazon purchase like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, here's my password. Oh, PayPal. Yeah, I've got to put my password for that in too. Um, so it just seems weird to introduce this alternate funding model, which starts low and sort of forces you to buy more mm-hmm. um, on that platform. Well, I suppose it's because <clears throat> it, it, it's the same on console. So I suppose they just have a, a just that that one model across everything for that one game rather than. Splitting it between the different um, between the different sort of platforms. Um, Sorry, what do you mean that? Uh, so it's it's exactly the same on console. So it's it's the same split oh, episodic sort of yeah 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 yeah. Is it now? Um, is that on console or is that on digital download console? No, I think it's well. I don't know actually. I don't know whether uh, I don't know what the physical release of the game will entitle you to, or how much that's going to be. 
released for, whether you buy a, a disc as such, which gives you the um, the day one content, as it would be on, on a digital release anyway, and then it just gives you a bunch of codes to input to be able to... Oh, I didn't think it Or gives codes. you a code for a season yeah. pass as such to be able to get the content when it's then released. Um, I would think that would probably be the way that they would do it with a physical... Yeah, because uh, it turns out... Rates. I mean, I've done a, a little bit of research on this, and it turns out that physical copies of games is still basically how consoles are working, despite the digital yes. revolution. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, and which is why I went to EB Games and, and checked, and I could only see the pre-sale eighty dollars versions of the Xbox and PS4, and then the like nonsense collector's edition at two hundred dollars. Cool. But you get a statue, a statue Hitman, and a tie-in clipset, sponge ready to wash and an back. art book. <laughs> oh, what? Like machine gun strapped to his back. I don't ready understand. It's ready for action. <laughs> Um, so the two hundred dollar version has it's a cube box, so completely impractical. It's Agent Forty Seven Chessmaster statue. It's him on a like a, a, a upholstered chair with a like gripping of the silencer connected to his pistol, like he's stroking it with his uh, a leg um, sort of crossed over his other leg. Yeah. And then a digital game let download, art book, and tie and clip set. So, does that mean it doesn't have a disc? That's <laughs> it, just, just a cut. Yeah, it's but... just a big box with a stupid statue. <laughs> this is, this is the way things you are going. You pay $200 like, for having to download it? But you buy a retail <laughs> PC game these days. You get a box and, uh, you, you know, the, the cover art sleeve. You open up the box, and all it's got is a piece of paper with a code on it, and actually really? you then have to go to Steam to put the code in to actually I've be able to play the fucking game anyway. Really? I didn't realize that. I thought you got a like a media version of it. No, man. Loads of loads of PC games are going that way well, now. Uh, which, which is why, why would you buy that Abs- versus yeah. just going to a Steam sale? Mm. Absurd, right? Absurd. Yeah. But There's the guy who's yes, been suckered yes. by way too many Steam sales. Um, I suppose we we've run out of beer. Mm. Oh, I just opened my last one. I was uh, going to say, what? The... How is your last? How is your beer? What, uh, what is I've it? I've been too busy ranting, but it's the Garrison Brewery. But that is a um, terrible uh, picture. That's that is a awful. bad picture. That looks like a really horrible, like old man kind of ale. It's um. So Garrison, and you know something's gone wrong. Where you read that? Contains gluten. It's a fucking beer! <laughs> uh, apologies, listeners, I yelled louder than I meant, but come on. Um, so Garrison, I think I've talked about them before. Local Garrison! That's, that's what I was fucking talking about in about X episodes ago. The fort! Yeah, it's not a fort, fort it's a Garrison. beer is brewed. Yes, I thought I corrected you in that episode, or was I not I was in that a one? A train station or some shit, I can't remember. I'm sure Steve Dave will get the reference. Yeah. He will. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's uh, Ambery. It's yeah. Ambery. It's quite, for an IPA, it's quite um, carbonated, as we saw from the three-inch head. Ha 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 ha. Um, the nose is a little sweet, a little malty, but not a lot else. You've had a, a Garrison before. I have. I think I, I had it, yeah. the red. Um, 
that thing that we've been planning to do where we have a document that says all the beers we've tried. Yes. Um, we haven't. So <laughs> apologies if we've reviewed the same beer more than once. But if it's different, then you know taste is subjective because you didn't know that before. I kind of assumed that you did have a document with all the beers in it. Yeah, I did. But I don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Which is indistinguishable from not having a document with all the bits. No, because he's wasted effort. Exactly, the effort was put in. Um, But also, it's recoverable, theoretically. When was the last time you wrote in that? Uh, Last episode. Oh, you you actually do keep updating it. Yeah, 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 completely, completely. When I go and buy beers, yeah, I make sure that I I don't pick up anything. Can you make that that digital so that... (laughs) No. No. No have, one's allowed to look at. I have pen and paper, and it's for me and me only. Oh, jeez. Um, I know. I put little numbers next to the beers for arbitrarily. Nice. You've got your own little system. Right I have, now. yes. Nice. Um, I really liked this one. Keep 76. In, keep it in the kitchen next to the wrench. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Staple tool. Um, Another thing about Hitman, which I thought was hilarious, was I was checking out the freezer to make sure I could put a body in, because you always do that in Hitman games. Yeah. But using the freezer when it's open means you climb into the freezer and close it, and you're just <laughs> hiding in the freezer. I'm like, I just killed a man. His body is on the floor. I've stripped him, thrown a mechanic's outfit on the floor beside him. So there's a, a mostly naked man dead beside mechanics outfit and I'm hiding in a freezer for no apparent reason. It'd be good if there was a way that you could just sit there with the with the like top a... the freezer open very slightly, just looking out waiting for <laughs> yeah. someone to discover the body. Just um, make small noises at them as they're uh, as they're out there going, Oh my god, a body you're like Ooh. <laughs> <clears throat> So the Garrison IPA um tastes more like um for lack of a better term, a more mainstream IPA. Mm. So you don't taste a lot of unique flavors like like currants or whatever. Um, it uh, it has that characteristic coppery hoppy finish. It um, but the finish doesn't last that long. Okay. Um, None of the things you've said are good so far. Hey. No. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen those of you can't see my face. It says it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, having said that, uh, Halifax is a unique town. I think I've talked about it before. In fact, I think in Saskatoon, maybe I reviewed the Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale, mm-hmm. which is the biggest brewery in in Nova Scotia. Actually, probably in Atlantic Canada. I know, right? All of Atlantic oh. Canada. Um, I see. Uh, it's um. It's an IPA that isn't an IPA. There's nothing IPA like about it, but it calls itself an IPA. Like so I feel like IPA. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been called this for years. I mean, it's not very hoppy. It's ever so bitter compared to like generic beer from North America. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, if that's the competition, this is a strong tasting, full-bodied beer. Uh, unfortunately, in the world of IPAs, it's an IPA. It sounds like it's an IPA where, like the the uh, IBUs have been measured against the uh, profit margin on the it's supermarket a- deal, and they've re- figured out that if they're going to make any money off this thing, it has to have 
Um, just enough ingredients to distinguish it from the next one, but not really enough to make it an interesting beer. Yeah, I would say... That's quite a withering review, actually. Yeah. Like. It's a, especially from someone who's never had it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, still, I feel but yeah, no, qualified I, I, to say. I, I can't argue with the idea that it's generic. It tastes like an IPA. If you it, Actually, um, this might be the... The best beer to have if you want to try an IPA, because it's strong like an IPA, but not surprising. So if you don't like this, you're never going to like an IPA. If you're like, this is interesting, but kind of boring, keep going. Have a fancy can thing that I'm really jealous of, but I've forgotten the name of. Beaver Town April Rye IPA. All right, Beaver Town. How could you forget Beaver Town? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm Canadian, and I forgot Beavertown. Mm, how could you forget Beavertown? So, should we should we finish for the week? We'll know who's won this week. Uh, yeah, with us, it's definitely the Beavertown. It's definitely not the siren Calypso. sour beer that we had beforehand, no, no. which was okay for a sour, but minging because say, it was a sour. The, the, the why do you keep buying sours when all you do is grimace? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it's good, ironic, good really, beer. But, Someone who is so sour and bitter towards life doesn't like sour beer. <laughs> I don't. You know, like doesn't like light. That's true, yeah. I like sweet um, red rye, currant, red rye currant. IPA. Mm. Yeah, or black currant. Oh, fuck, I, I suppose know. it was, yeah. Well, that indistinguishable, I suppose. Really, yeah. So, um, do you prefer your IPA or your Saison? Saison. Yeah, now they are. Yeah. It, it, I was pleasantly surprised by the Saison, even if it wasn't up against this... IPA, he says lacklusterly because yeah. that's appropriate. Um, it was quite refreshing. It was it was clearly a saison, but it clearly had a unique character. I um, I barely detected the pepper. I thought the ginger was understated, but that's good because ginger can really overcome things yeah, quite yeah. quickly. Yeah. So I thought I thought it was an excellent spiced saison because it was clearly a saison, and there was a little extra. Versus usually when you hear spice, especially in the winter context, it's atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, Gentlemen, not Meg. Before we Close. collapse, um, what were your final thoughts about the Hitman beta? Um, uh, the, it, it, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed the Hitman games. It, it was just more Hitman, really. It How didn't... many times did you replay it? Um, I think I replayed the level, uh, so I did the intro, and then I think I played it another two times and tried to go through it two different ways. Um, You then move on to another level, um, which is a big warehouse with a fighter jet in, and you've got um, another target to be able to take out. Um, But I... I don't know how but I managed to find a very easy path through that level um, and, and take the target out pretty quickly. Efficiently. Yeah, uh, and got out. Um, and I only played that one once because I'd sort of had my fill of it. I'd, I'd played one level, I'd tried it a few different ways, and then I'd gone on to a new sort of level and, and done a very stealthy sort of approach through. That's almost all I wanted from it really. I guess um, I can't I can't say I, I really played it for more than maybe an hour 
80 minutes, maybe. So That was sort of my problem with it. I didn't even get to the second stage because... Um, I guess the, my big problem was as soon as I got the these are the ways thing, it felt mm, like a chore. Mm. It suddenly was felt like, okay, so now I have to figure out all the ways I can kill the guy versus I think I'm going to figure out all the ways I can kill the guy. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and It became a lot more prescribed having yeah, those challenges. Yeah, and, and it should, it, some might say it shouldn't matter, but it really did. And so I, I played it one more time and then turned it off. I just yeah. didn't care. Um, and then it was like, well, that was a level. I'm yeah. I'm less interested in the game now, knowing that they're banking on me playing a level fifteen times. Mm. Um, because the average game, sort of twenty four to forty eight hours, seems to be the norm of like people won't complain, depending yeah. on sort yeah. of the style of gameplay. And it's like, well. It'll take me a few hours to do this 15 times. So what, I'm going to five levels? Mm-hmm. The math doesn't add up. Just bear with it. Um, and yeah, I just, I, it really turned me off. Like the, like the boner I had staring at that bald head, just gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a sexy character model. I have gone out dressed up on a night out as him. Really? Uh, yeah. As a, you got uh, rid of the beard? Well, no, it's before I could grow a beard, I believe. I was about sort of 18, 19. You couldn't grow a beard at... Yeah, what? Well, I probably could. I, 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 Backtracking I, on I, that fact. I cut very close um, when I was When did you age. start shaving regularly? When did I Your start face. shaving regularly? My face. face. Uh, I don't even know about other things. I don't know. <laughs> 16, I guess. I don't know. I can't remember back that far. Uh, eighth That's grade. half my life ago. Uh, first grade. Um, but, uh, well, I, okay, so, anyway, yeah, I went out dressed up as uh, as Agent 47 on a suit. It's too bad tie. you didn't have access to this collector's edition, because you wouldn't have had to find a red neck. tie and tie clip. You oh, really? had it with this collector's edition. Oh, I, I um, don't That's do awesome. Ties. How did you make the, the barcode? <laughs> Just pen. <laughs> Just draw like, some pen. Like, just you some did it or someone else did it? Pen. No, like someone it. else did it for me. I, I didn't do that. It was very, very <laughs> difficult <laughs> trying to draw a barcode on the back of my neck. With a, with with a pen, with a um, No straight line and a ruler just across my neck. Yeah. Just try and be... No, somebody else definitely did it for That's me. a lot of effort. I don't know... What's the I, come from, I come from Weymouth. It's like dress-up centre of the world. <laughs> really? It's like a Friday night. You dress up as some kind of theme, or at least when I was a kid. Um, I think the most I've ever... It's a language place. They don't have any culture of their own. The most I've ever dressed up for was Halloween, where I dressed up in a dog mascot costume and hospital scrubs. And I went as a dog tour. Oh, Oh, that's terrible. I know. It was great, because I had to explain it to everyone. Also, I sweat (laughs) profusely. Um, I once went to a fancy dress party and I didn't make any effort whatsoever but the fancy dress party theme was that you had to go dressed as a Beatles Wait, lyric do you mean fancy for... dress or do you mean costume same thing yeah yeah, yeah same, same, thing. same thing no no I don't know how you guys do things in your world but in my world a lot of costumes are not fancy dress yeah that's what it means it doesn't mean like a suit fancy whatever yeah it means like mm. a costume it's exactly the synonymous anyway look the, the the theme was you had to go dressed as a Beatles lyric, 
And whenever anyone asked me what I'd come as, because I was just wearing normal clothes, I said, oh, I've come in exactly the same clothes that I wore yesterday. Oh. And everyone's like, oh, that's so clever. It's well done. Oh, it's brilliant. And I was like, yeah, no. But you smell. But like... I was going to did you actually wear the same clothes or were you lying? No, no, but they, didn't, they weren't there with me yesterday. <laughs> you didn't they? even commit to the bit? No, all I did was think about how I didn't have to dress up. Oh, you're one of those guys. I, yeah, I fucking hate dressing up. It's like that. We're going to a um, Kim and I are going to a party where you have to dress up as a movie character. Ooh, what's so you dressing up as? Um, I can't remember what Kim's going to dress up. <laughs> There's we're so we're many not sure. We're not say, sure whether but... she's going to rela- uh, whether she's going to embrace the pregnancy with her. She has to embrace the pregnancy with her, uh, her costume. But I've decided I'm going to uh, shave a little bit closer and just go as Jason Statham from every film. <laughs> he's so I can just dress normally, um, put a gun in my many, belt, and I'm done. How many months is she now? Um, she's about six it's, months now. So she's showing quite a bit. She is. Her belly button's nearly poked out. Go as the Hindenburg. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just flames coming out from behind her. Little blimp fins. Oh, dear. I think oh, she'd probably humanity. smash my I was face say, in if I Don't say that. I said that. No. Um, <laughs> oh, but there's so many possibilities that are less horrible and cruel. There okay, are. well, look, the amount of beer I've got in my bladder right now, I feel like I'm the Hindenburg, so this podcast has to end. <laughs> right, right, right. Quickly. We will finish, we will finish. We've been tanked up for another week. We are slightly tanked up, mm-hmm. as always. Um, Adam, what was your favourite beer? It was the Saison. It was the North Brewery Winter we... Saison. Nice. Ours was the Beavertown April yeah. Rye IPA. I'm going to deposit some of it in a toilet bowl quite oh, soon. Very good. Um, if you um, if you wanted to talk to us about said beers, how would you contact us? So if you want to talk to us, we're on Twitter at tankedup underscore cast. You can email us tankedupcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're part Twitter. of the Out of Lives Network. They've got lots of other podcasts. You can tweet them as well. I think they're just Out of Lives Pod. Um, they've got lots of different podcasts, wrestling, ex- PlayStation-specific, and entertainment podcasts. Um and you can go to our YouTube channel to watch us get fucked and um, uh, actually, I think, really it, I think the highlight to get pissed the highlight of the YouTube channel games. thus far I think is the um, Pez yes uh, Pro Evolution Soccer um, 2016 it's not a demo it's the free version for PlayStation how does that work um, they'll figure it out it's fine it's just a free um, and Al- Alex and Ben have a gay old time um. Uh, you can also tweet Ben at Nova underscore forty seven. Myself at the Omniarch, and as always, you can contact Alex via smoking pigeon carrier signals. That's it. Yeah. Toilet bowl shouts. You decapitate a Mexican and stuff uh, an envelope in his neck, and then put it on top of a tortoise and point it. Tortuga. Right get that sooner or later. <laughs> Now, is that nice. a Mexican or a Mexican? Oh dear, right, we're done. Later. <laughs> Bye. Um, yep, and, and of course, now that I've clicked the button, I see all the, the magic peaks and valleys. <laughs>